Welcome to Be All You Are, a midlife awakening podcast. I'm your host, Kena Paranjape, the founder of All You Are, a women's lifestyle brand, an entrepreneur, writer, and mother. This podcast is all about stepping into all you are. It's about reconnecting to your inner voice so you can hear the whispers of your true desires and cultivate the courage to create the life that is meant for you. Your dreams are your soul's voice. They are worth your time and attention. Now head out on that solo walk or settle into a cozy spot with a favorite beverage and join me. I can't wait to meet you. Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I am so grateful to be here with you and that you are welcoming me into your life. I know that I'm in your ear right now, and I want to thank you for letting me into your ear and into your mind and into your heart. Um, Today is a solo episode, and I wanted to share some of my personal experience with dealing with tragedy and grief and prolonged upset. And um, by no means am I wanting to compare my personal experience with what is happening in the world at large right now. Um, But I do find myself leaning back on the insights that I've learned during that time to help me with how to have compassion and empathy and love for others while also being in my life and not feeling shame around that. So that's what today's solo episode is going to be about. Um, But before that, I wanted to share with you that I am so excited that I just launched a new workshop series. It's a three-day workshop series called Clarity, Confidence, and Courage, the three C's of personal growth and of creating a beautiful life. And this is a workshop that launches on Monday, November 13th, and it will go through that whole week. So Monday through Wednesday, we will be um, focusing on those three core pillars of clarity, which is really getting clear about what it is that you want. And when I say what it is that you want, it isn't what you think you should want. It isn't what others expect of you, but it's really getting to the root of what your heart desires and what your soul is calling you forward to do. So that's the first day we'll talk about clarity and and finding that clarity. The second day we will focus on confidence and reflecting back on our lives up until now and bringing that confidence to the surface so that we can move forward with greater self-trust and with a belief in ourselves Um, which is really critical to making anything incredible happen in our lives, whether that's a amazing relationship or a job or a business or whatever it is that we desire. And then the last thing is courage because we need to draw on our courage, our resourcefulness in order to take action and change our lives and transform our lives and at the same time, the lives of others around us. So I hope that you will join me for this free workshop series. 
Again, it's on Monday, November 13th, every day at noon Eastern time. And um, if you would like to sign up, I, I would inviting you to come sign up. I'm inviting you to come spend this week with me. I am pouring so much um, love and belief, my belief in you into this week. So I hope that you will join me. You can go to all you are, A-L-L-Y-O-U-A-R-E, my uh, website, allyouare.ca slash clarity. And there you can sign up to join me on Monday, November 13th for a three-day workshop series um, that's completely free. And um, really, what's the downside? Come join me. (laughs) All right. Well, let's get into this week's uh, episode. Um, This past week was my late husband, Amik's ninth year death anniversary. It has been nine full years since he passed away. And, you know, I have shared the story of his illness and his loss many times, um, but not in great depth. And I don't want to go into great depth here, but I do want to um, just bring to life what that time was like. So I'd mentioned that he you know, suddenly became very ill. He was in the ICU for four months, literally fighting for his life. You know, the doctor's coming out and saying, we're going to try this one thing, or now this issue's happening. And it was a very harrowing, uh, strange time. Just to bring it into context, I was 31 at the time. He was also 31. Um, And then when he was able to leave, he was stable enough to leave the hospital. It wasn't that he was back to normal. He had permanent medical conditions that we needed to manage on a daily basis. He was on an IV 14 hours a day that he carried in a backpack. So, um, you know, he couldn't absorb water via mouth. So he had, you know, saline in his backpack and then something called TPN, which is how he got his nutrition. He had a permanent ostomy. And, you know, along with a condition like that, there's a lot of things that can go wrong. So over the next seven or eight years, there were many hospitalizations um, and just having to react and respond to what was happening. And so it was seven or eight years of living with the fact that this was not going to go away, that this condition wasn't going to go away. And also that you know, our our plans to grow old together were not going to happen. You know, like we knew at that, we knew when we left the hospital that we were not going to grow old together. And beyond that, he may not even live past five or 10 years. And he did live another seven years. Um, but living with that reality on a everyday basis, when you're young and wanting to plan for your life and look to the future was extremely difficult. And it forced me to see things that I might not have seen if my life had been on a more typical path because my life did not look like my friends' lives. And I couldn't go to, you know, mentors or elders 
for advice because they hadn't been through what I had gone through. And so it really set me on this journey of self-discovery and of connecting to something higher than myself and then my immediate world. And it helped me find meaning in what I was going through. And, you know, all through those years, I practiced. I really practiced what, who I wanted to be. I practiced for what I wanted from my life, even if I couldn't even see how some of that was possible from where I stood. But every day I practiced. And practicing does not mean that you are perfect by any means. You know, there were many tears, there were many days where I felt so frustrated and felt so sad and for good reason. But I still got up and I still listened to that inner voice that was saying to me, Kena, there's there's more for you. And I followed that voice. And again, it's not like that voice set me free, but it was the window to a new way of being for me. And so even though, you know, we were dealing with Amik's illness, I was working, I started a business called Bricka with a co-founder. Um, and I really built a life for myself. And then in 2014, at the beginning of that year, Amik kind of took a turn for the worse. And he spent most of that year in the hospital until he passed away um, in October. So with like, you know, spending eight months of the year, mostly in and out of the hospital. And that was nine years ago this past week. And with each passing year, the sadness that I feel um, for his early loss of life and for his suffering becomes less because I am more and more certain that he is free and that he is at peace and that wherever he is, he is standing strong and healthy. I, I know this with 100% certainty. But the day of his death anniversary now serves more strongly for me as a reminder. It's a reminder that it's so important that we wake up every day and realize what a gift it is that we are here and what a gift that we are and what we as our absolutely unique beings that are here, each and every one of us for a reason what we are here to offer and who we are meant to be. And I take that responsibility really seriously. And I will never take it lightly. And his passing and his story is a reminder of that for me. Because as much as I feel certain that he is free and at peace, I also know that he's not here to feel the sun on his face. He's not here to take on new challenges and push his upper limits. And he's not here to laugh and cry and hug his loved ones. And so to me, we all need to feel the weight of this. And when we look around in the world and see so many people suffering and so much terror and injustice and 
our hearts are breaking, we also have to, um, rather than feel guilt that there's not something that we can directly do about it or feel shame that we aren't in that position, we need to honor the fact that we have the choice to decide how we want to show up and how we want to live our lives and who we want to become and how we honor the precious life and freedoms and ability to choose and family and resources around us to create a beautiful life. That I think is all of our responsibility. And last week I was listening to a podcast. um, It was the Chase Jarvis show And he was interviewing Stephen Pressfield, who wrote The War of Art and has a bunch of, uh, a couple of new books coming out as well. And I'm a huge Stephen Pressfield fan, but he said something live on the podcast that I had to write down and I wanted to read it to you now because to me, it really encapsulates what I'm trying to say about the responsibility we all have to live out our dream or our calling. So Stephen Pressfield said, the act of not pursuing your dreams, of not following where your soul wants to take you is not without cost. You don't get away free from that. That force that's inside you that wants to be born, that wants you to give birth to it. If you don't give birth to it, it doesn't just go away. It starts to work against you. It's not a luxury to live out your dream or calling. It's an imperative. So truly, that is my message for you today. It's not a luxury to live out your dream or calling. It's an imperative. Let's go do what we are here to do, what you are here to do. And so that is my short, sweet, but important message for you today. And. I hope that you will end this listening to this podcast and head straight over to allyouare.ca slash clarity and sign up to join me for a incredible three days together. Um, we'll do a bonus session on Thursday and Friday with some Q&A and you know, answering some of your questions, but then also just exploring some of these concepts further. But I really believe that we have a responsibility. If you're listening to this podcast and you are, if you're able to take a walk, ride in your car, um, maybe you're doing this, you're listening to me while you are having your morning coffee, or maybe you're doing things in the kitchen, it means that you have what you need to become all that you are. And I think that in a in a time when we feel so powerless, taking control of our own destiny is a way to honor those that at the moment can't. And this is not to replace, you know, using our voice to support others and donating to causes. But I think it's an important reminder to us all that we have that responsibility as humans. 
That's all for today, my friends. I love you very much. And I'm sending out so much love and positivity and um, understanding, even more so than positivity. I'm sending you so much understanding and I'm holding your hand and giving you a hug. And I will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you found inspiration and use this podcast to start stepping into all you are. To hear more about the podcast, follow me over on Instagram at Kana underscore all you are. Send me a DM. I'd love to hear from you. And if you're loving the podcast, I'd be so honored if you go ahead and hit that subscribe button and leave me a five-star review. Until next time, remember to keep exploring what it means to be all you are.